From a very young age, I loved to daydream. It seemed like the children around me were always twirling like tornadoes, where I was perfectly content laying down on the ground, looking into the sky, thinking about every aspect of my life. What I would do when I grew up, when what my next birthday party would be like, would I ever meet Nick Carter and would he fall in love with me? <laughs> this daydreamer mentality translated to other parts of my life. When I became interested in something such as a hobby, I would think about it constantly, build a fan fantasy around it and desperately wanted to be profoundly good at it. I remember when I was about eight years old, I loved singing. I signed up for every talent show, every play, every choir that was at my school that they offered. I would advocate for solos, even when the parts of the play that I was in didn't have solos, I would somehow convince the teacher to give me one. I started a music club and that lasted all of two meetings and I was sure I was gonna be the next Salinzion, the Salinzion of Howick, Quebec. I did this for many interests throughout my life. I loved to cook as a teenager. So in my mind, without question, I was gonna go to culinary school and business school at the same time because I was an ambitious bitch. <laughs> and then I was gonna open the successful restaurant and inevitably it would be picked up for a TV show uh, on a cooking network. I watched hours of cooking shows to prepare and I pretended I was on a cooking show in my ki parents' kitchen whenever I could while I was making like toast. In my 20s, I wanted to be the next Annie Leibovitz. I would carry around uh, a, a XLR around my neck all the time and I fantasize about photo uh, like taking photos of these glamorous actors and leading a, a glamorous li life of the photographer, whatever the hell that meant. I would take photos of nothing. Um, somewhere in my possessions, there were there's a hard drive of thousands of photos I took of unfocused rocks and landscapes. I love them, every single one of these photos, and I will never delete them ever. I am still a dreamer, even though being a dreamer have left me disappointed and heartbroken at times. Now that I'm older, I have zero regrets. Being a dreamer has led me to being passionate and finding things that drive me. It helped me find my fire. So welcome to House of Stone. Hi. Hi. Oh my god, we're here. We're here. We're doing it. We're doing it. You are episode mm. one, technically. Okay. Um, ep yes, episode we zero did. was we episode uh, zero was a couple days ago, and okay. I was a manic person during okay. that episode and a yeah. crazy person, and we will <laughs> try not to be that today. Okay, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, wrangle you in as needed. <laughs> <laughs> love that idea. Love that a lot. Um, so you are Michelle Dominic. That's you me. are a stand-up comedian and <laughs> producer extraordinary. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. um, I gotta speak better. Wow, <laughs> extraordinary. I am Extra also extraordinary. This, this is, this is a, you can, I'm a producer extraordinaire and. Also, I'm extraordinary. <laughs> you are extraordinary. You are. Um, I love your stand-up. Your story, Thank your you. storytelling st style is mm -hmm. really captivating. And Thank you. You co-produce co a show called Comedy Confessional, and yeah. most importantly, you've co-produced the show yeah. Comedy on Demand, <laughs> Comedy which is on demand. what I'm part of as well. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my main thing. I would say, like, I'm a Comedy and Confessional. We haven't picked it up again, but mm -hmm. probably end of summer we will do that again. Yeah. Am I forgetting anything else? You want anything else? Promote anything else um, while you're on here? Uh, no, actually, I or was gonna. How I was people gonna... can find you? You don't want anyone oh, to find you. Oh, don't find me. I'll find <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact exact response that I, I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> Um, when I realized I wanted you as yeah. one of my first guests, yeah. um, I immediately wrote that monologue or story time. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What does that, what does that mean about what you think about me? Well, it's just, <laughs> I think of you as a dreamer. Really? You, yeah. You oh have, I mean, <laughs> I, I've known you for a couple years now. I consider mm -hmm. you one of my best, best friends. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you like, You've had 17 trillion lives. You're, <laughs> you've you go on so many adventures. <laughs> so I just see you like uh -huh. as a dreamer. Like first off, like 
a couple years ago when we started Lawn Last or Comedy on Demand, like yeah. I came with you to you with this like idea and yeah. you were just like, yes, and you were on board for the adventure. Yeah, we really we we were good for each other for that. I think yeah. we made that work well. Yeah. So I, I definitely see you as this dreamer or okay. like yeah. Wow, you know, I've never thought of myself that way. So that's no? interesting. No, not at all. I kind of I feel like I'm uh in a free fall and things just happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then you meticulously plan it's, things seem as to come well. Together. So I hit the right branches on the way down. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I definitely, so you, like I brought up, like you've had like seven different lives. It sure, seems yeah. like seven billion different lives. Seven billion is yeah. a big leap from seven. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you like when you were a kid, like yeah. you, you got into all, like I have a list here. Okay. You, uh, you took, were, you made a list of things that I've done. Yeah. That you've done. You, <laughs> Yes, I, awesome. I wrote a list. Can you send I am that to me later? a planner. <laughs> it's it's a creepy list. I'm like she's done all of these okay, things. Okay, so what have I done? You've done you you've been in competitive swimming. Yeah, I swam competitively as a child. Yeah, you were an Irish dancer. That that's come out recently that I was that. I don't think I I've learned, told anyone. Before. I learned that the other day, and I was like, what the actual? <laughs> like that is so. I don't know if anyone has ever. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Irish dancing, but oh, that's beautiful. It's <laughs> beautiful. But then the little like if you've ever seen like a, a talent show with it with the little tiny children yeah. and the weird hair, they're just like these the weird hair. They, those they have curly these, like, wigs. Yeah. These wigs. On. They want the bounce. They want the uh, you know, they want that real intense bounce that you just don't get naturally. <laughs> and. That's weird. It's so weird. The whole <laughs> like I'm gonna go on a tangent about. I uh, love it. About I don't do Irish it anymore, dancing. It is very weird. I mean, like Michael Flatley. Yes, beautiful. Wonderful, like, wonderful showman. <laughs> wonderful showman. He can inspire us all. <laughs> <laughs> and he inspired you. He inspired me. I, I literally watch Michael Flatley in, in secret m multiple times a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's, it's kind of but I love it. Thing, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so when you were a kid, you got into yeah. that, and no, I have to go back to it. It's okay. it's a yeah. weird thing to, for all of these kids to have these like bouncy, yeah. Curly they, hair. It's not just kids; like they do it with adults too. Pleated dresses that yeah. don't move much. Like yeah, they're it's like kind of like a. <laughs> <laughs> I hate describing this. <laughs> it's like a stiff bodice. <laughs> a stiff. Bodice. But then the end, the the part, like the bottom part, goes out. Yeah. But it's also like. Yeah. It doesn't move. It doesn't flow. Like and it's, it's like, like embroidered shape. all yeah, beautifully. Yeah. All colorful and shit. Yeah. And and like I remember my friend as a kid was into it and spent so much money on these dresses oh, and yeah. like I don't know you like could rent them when you did shows and competitions but you didn't you know you prefer to have ones that you own. Oh my gosh, that's that's so. Anyways, yeah. and then Some and then they dance nice. around like their mm -hmm. legs are independent from their body. <laughs> it's like it's all it's such a weird. Anyways, you got into that I as did, a kid. Yeah, it was. How a, many years did you do it? Oh God, three or four maybe. Um, okay, I'm did not 100 percent sure. I don't remember when I quit. I don't remember why I quit. I had so much fun. Okay. Did you like? Was it? Did you do competitions and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, I okay. did competitions, recitals. Um. Yeah, I guess so. We did shows and stuff as well, and we do like. Christmas shows and shit. It was good. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually, you know what? I routinely think about doing it again. Yeah. And then I look it up and apparently there's no school for adults. <laughs> That's sad. You either have to be in it already or you're you're too late. That's so sad. <laughs> in it already or too late. Like if you if you if you did it when you were a kid and then as you got older, like you would you know, you'd be in that community and so you'd kind of be exposed to like whatever was available to like adult yeah. Irish dancers. Yeah. But if you don't know how to, like I don't know how to do it anymore. So it's like yeah. if I started now, mm -hmm. there's nothing for me yeah. <laughs> unless I want to open a school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, often these things are very children oriented. Yeah, definitely. These classes, especially uh, same with like taking Ballet. piano class yeah. or whatever. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> exactly. I remember. Yeah, it's my like this golden one right there on the on the right or whatever. Yeah, that's the one that looks the most like everything I've ever seen. It is. <laughs> and, but then people do would it. do it naturally. There's like a you Justin could do it naturally. Yeah, naturally. And I remember my friend Taryn Petrie. Yeah. I, maybe she's listening to this. I don't know. She's mm -hmm. actually been very Hi, friendly Taryn. online lately. Like when I was a kid. 
she was she was one of my best friends and then like when we got older i was like mm, she's kind of a bitch oh. hi taryn uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now she's very nice she's like a family and kids and oh, whatever. okay she, so yeah. she settled well, down so a little bit she calmed i don't down know i no longer think you're a bitch temper <laughs> yeah, i no longer think you're a bitch taryn it's fine. let's tag her and <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll tag her <laughs> yeah <laughs> she can uh she can share this among her her parent her friends or whatever the, yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Yeah, but like Taryn used to like do it naturally, and like you she could, would, be she such would like a waste of time. do these spiral thingies. That yeah, like we're, yeah, it, it's an, it's a weird, it's, it's a, weird a whole thing. thing. I don't it's really a, know what what this. I don't know why you need to have the curly hair. You don't need to. Like yeah. that's you don't need to. Yeah, um, it it does seem to be the norm, and I okay. couldn't I couldn't tell you why. I haven't okay. looked into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you did get into it, would yeah. you do curly hair exactly like that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> you would if fully I was commit. In it, I'd be in it to win it, baby. And that's, I would uh, stop at nothing. <laughs> that's a, exactly. That's the theme of today. We're dreamers. We commit true, eh? to true. things. I will we not. They were like, yeah, anyways. I'll let um, you know if I, well, you have to have me back on the podcast if I get the hair and yes. I do the shows, okay? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll we'll, come in the outfit. I'll like, come to your recitals. Is that what you call it? I don't even know. But only do I dance and you can film it i want you to put my dancing on the podcast okay <laughs> yes we'll clear oh, this man. table and then we'll I'll dance t- i'll do uh, with the hard shoes i'll do here so it's like you can okay. yeah it'll be and okay. we'll do like acapella style but no it'll, music it'll just be, me we'll and the break taps. this table it'll be our last episode ever we'll yeah. break this table like and then that. leave the studio yeah. and then never return <laughs> never return oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then delete exactly. the footage and then kill me <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly um you also did competitive swimming like i said yeah. you went to Everest. I did do that. Yeah. Yes. What, that was what, a couple of years ago. That was a couple of years ago. What prompted you to go to Everest? <clears throat> um, I I don't really know. I n- I would never have gone personally. My sister was going on this big trip, and so she was going to be stopping, like making a bunch of major stops, um, kind of all around the world, mostly like not North America, but like everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so she was going to do the Everest thing, and so she wanted to do it together. Mm-hmm. And I was coming out of like a not good time or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like for the first time feeling like I could do something. So it felt like, you know, mm-hmm. why not that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why not fucking fly to the Himalayas? Mm-hmm. Um, I had never been on a plane before. So my first flight was like 18 hours. <laughs> 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 and, and I got there and I'd never classic, really been hiking before classic. either. So then Your we first get there. road trip was this summer, and that was three months. Yes, that's you, accurate. You don't. <laughs> I don't hold back. My first <laughs> drug experience was cocaine. So I. <laughs> <laughs> all or nothing, We're baby. We're all in. We're all in. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, extreme things. I think because I get bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it leads to awesome adventures. It sure does. And good stories. Mm-hmm. You have some good comedy material from some of these things. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Um, let's talk about a bit about comedy. What sure. got what got you into it? I don't know why I don't have. I never know any of the answers to the questions that people ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So again, that would have been 2018. So that was before I went to Everest. So that was yeah. really like the difficult period or whatever. Yeah. That really what like starting comedy really was like the first thing that I did out outside of that period okay. of my life. Okay. So it was like a it was a lot um to overcome just because I was like still unwell basically. Yeah. But I knew that I had to like do something. And mm-hmm. I went so I studied theater and that's that so I was performing, you know, before mm-hmm. and I knew I didn't really want to get back into that. And I did li- I don't I think you know what it was? As I'm saying it, I'm remembering it. I, I watched a Crystalia special and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think I just like, you know, people tell you you're funny often enough and you're mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I am funny. And then okay. you give it a go. Mm-hmm. So I did my first show at the end of August in 2018. And actually the week before I had. I, a, um, I did my first show in August. too. Really? I, uh, when? I started in that summer as well. Wow, guys. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my here we are. <laughs> See, I did it the year before, exactly in August. Oh, That's wow. crazy. Yeah, the generation yeah. of miracles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the greatest generation. <laughs> the greatest. Yeah. We um, are the greatest. Mark my words. Yeah. No, <laughs> we'll no <see>. we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that part. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So that's that. I guess that's why I started. Okay. And then. What, you know, where did you perform for the first time? Comedy Nest. Same. The Same, right? Before. Same. No, gang, gang, bro. Gang, gang. <laughs> That's the trap. That's the comedy trap. 
So I actually had been scheduled the week before to do an open mic there. And then I got way too nervous and I was like, yeah. I cannot do it. So I canceled it. But then I was like, I'll reschedule for next week mm-hmm. and I have to do it. Cause if I cancel again, they won't put me on a yeah. third time. Yeah. So I showed up the next week and I felt, I, I don't even remember. I blacked out up there. Like, I don't even yeah. know what the fuck happened up there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, same for good. me. Like yeah. when I, I remember going on stage. Yeah. I, remember it not being funny i remember i remember being on stage being like "Mm, people aren't Mm. laughing when i thought they were gonna laugh yep um but then i got off stage like loving that feeling and just wanting to do it again yeah okay Uh, okay 100 and i think there's a huge amount of relief after your first set that maybe is like a you you interpret that as like that went not that it went well but you feel good because you feel relieved not because you actually had a good time (laughs) but then you do that enough and eventually you're like i actually do have a good time (laughs) that's fair enough that's maybe what i was feeling but i don't interpret my feelings very accurately i was like that was the best time ever because this what I'm feeling right now really good (laughs) but really I'm just (laughs) extreme relief yeah exactly that's that's my theory anyway I remember do you remember the day leading up to the your first show yeah yeah. I remember sitting on my couch looking straight at like the wall yeah and just like oh yeah yeah just like completely just so nervous like in pain practically yeah how much I didn't want to do it but I was doing it for the first time ever with Fernando. So like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, so I had that support mm-hmm. there. So like, I knew like we could like, so we, I got there early. There used to be a bar next door, the sports bar. <laughs> did, they, did they close <laughs> that bar? They closed that bar. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That place was fucking chaotic. That place was <laughs> gross, bro. Yeah, about? it was so gross. But like Fernando and I used to like go on dates there. Then, like, wow, no wonder you broke up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was what. Yeah, date night. Let's play some air hockey. <laughs> <laughs> we would never table. play sticky table. Yeah, <laughs> we would never play any any game. We never played any. Why did of you go game. there then? It was cheap beer. I think that was cheap beer, and right we used to street. like going to the comedy nest. Like, so we okay. would meet there. He would come there after work i would yeah. meet him and then we would go see a show at okay. the comedy nest like okay so it was for the nest yeah you would go. yeah okay basically sure. um but anyways <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i remember like uh just like staring at the wall blankly oh like, my god yeah it was just, just so daze, so like, nervous and um but because i was doing it with someone it, it, it helped yeah. a lot um anyway what That's was fair. your second that was it at the nest too no it was at uh, blue dog oh really yeah yeah it was jason salen hosting and then um sarah quinn was there and harrison was there yeah and i I actually i did a totally different set the second time so the first one i just never did the first one again i guess oh i never did like i feel like they did that where they 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 planned one thing for the first show Mm mm-hmm and then, like, you just change, you change and dr- so drastically, so quickly. Yeah, I never yeah. once did that set ever again. Yeah. And, uh, like, I I don't even remember. I remember having a joke about my father being deaf and making okay. fun of his disability, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. not which is nice. <laughs> but then not incorporating that, like, oh, I have that. I have hearing okay. loss, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just seem so like... <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, oh I should have led with, like, I have this... My father does like just yeah, like so you that. I'm the on stage. the same level. No, you're not just no. I was just making fun of a disabled man. <laughs> I was just making fun of my yeah, my disabled father. Oh, gosh. But so but that was a bad move. Like I I know better now. Yeah, um, sure, sure. Yeah, but like so I know the con- like the the I don't know the topic that I was talking about, but yeah. I don't remember the jokes or the cadence or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. It's all a big yeah. big black. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you, you I don't, uh, you know, it's Is not, your, it's the second set, do you, did you do those I did, jokes I did. for a while? Um, not even the second set. Never that one. I really never did again. Oh, I, really? Yeah. It, it went. It actually went well. <laughs> oh, I just um, it went well because I fucked it all up, and then I was just like, you know what? And then I just started talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like it was fun because it was a small little crowd and everyone was mm-hmm. like having a good time. Yeah. But I don't. I couldn't recreate it because I it was 
it wasn't, I didn't write it down. I didn't know what I was saying. I just went off script. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> yeah, that was fun though. My, my, fa- my parents were there at Blue Dog. My mom and my dad. Are you serious? At Blue Dog Model. What is it called? Model. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that what it's called? Blue Dog? Blue Dog Hotel, I think. Hotel? Or is it just called the Blue Dog now, I think, maybe. Is it? Yeah. What is it called? Okay, anyway. I don't know. Ugh, I think the logo still has motel in it, but it like must, yeah, because I didn't take that maybe thing not. down. It, it's, it's a barber shop and a bar. There's nothing yeah, motel sometimes about I it. walk. I like w- I walk by that place around like seven. People are still cutting hair. I'm like, why I, does this I'm disgusted exist? by that. I'm like, why is this? <laughs> there's put li- up like a wall between that and the <laughs> beverages, please. <laughs> and then for a while they were doing shows from where they cut yeah. hair. That was, was not a good because then nobody yeah. could come in and out. I know, I know that there was no lighting. Yeah, <laughs> and you dark. couldn't come. Uh, you couldn't come in and out without interrupting the show. It yeah. was horrible, horrible. Yeah, I don't know what the they. Well, I think it was the transition. I don't know why we had to do it this way. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I love doing Cesar. It's fine. Like we, they were doing them outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were doing them outside. Then we can't. We couldn't do them outside because of a noise complaint. On so Saint Laurent. On Saint Laurent. Yeah. Wow. And then. Jeez, so we move, moved move, it inside. Bitch. We just <laughs> closed the windows, but just turned around. That is so weird. One eighty, so just strange. turned around and then performed that way. But that, but we have a legit. They have in a the back. Yeah, it's stage a stage in the back. In the back, but like My for some gosh. reason we they had to do that. Who the hell complained about noise? It is like I don't the know. busiest street in the, the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think there's more condos there now fuck them i don't know i mean <laughs> fuck the, the fuck s- you pr- I, I, pr- apparently they they someone called the cops a couple times who the fuck is such oh my god i i know but i would never live on that street i wouldn't <laughs> i mean I, I if i lived on that street i'd be calling the cops every five minutes <laughs> Get this <laughs> shit out of control. <laughs> You're like, I would um, turn that place into like a residential area. Like that'd become a <laughs> suburb. <laughs> it would be a suburb when I'm finished with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember yeah. the first time I ever saw you. The, like just physically or like on stage? <laughs> I, it's like socially. <laughs> like as you saw my, my form, my physical I, I form. Saw, I saw you. <laughs> You, uh-huh. you weren't you weren't performing, but I saw you for you the first were, time were, ever. <laughs> yes, uh, and okay. I knew uh, for some reason knew that you were like who had started comedy. Okay. I don't know how, but I but I was too shy to talk to you. One hundred percent. Why? Um, I was at the Wiggle Room, and you came to watch. I came to. W- oh yeah, because fucking yeah. he who will not be named <laughs> told me I had to come watch the show if I wanted to be on. Mm-hmm. So then I went and watched, and I was fucking bored. And I'm like, so I was on that show, the show that <laughs> she was bored out of her mind. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. You know, no, it's not you. I know. I know. I, know. I was there. A Alone watching? You were there alone watching. Weird. Okay. And I and, and then I me. saw you a few other times, and then okay. I saw you perform at the Nest for the first time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was all right. I don't know when that would. It been. was probably like I don't know September sure. or October or whatever. Um, I don't know my first memory of you. I feel like we like. I feel like I met everyone kind of around the same time and yeah. like I wouldn't be able to say for sure yeah. when or how, yeah. you know. I uh, there's there's some comedians that I remember like the exact like I remember meeting Ben. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I remember meeting Ben for yeah. the first time too. Um anyways, I remember seeing you yeah. for the first time but actually speaking to you at the comedy nest. Yeah. And I think you were talking to Vlad <laughs> and then I <laughs> I I like interrupt. I didn't know if I interrupted you, but like we like we had our first little exchange or something like that. Okay, it's funny because as you were saying this, I was thinking about when's the first time I met Vlad, Mm -hmm. and my first memory of talking to Vlad would have been at Honey Martin because he was on a show that that Ben and I were doing there. Yeah. And him and I talked a lot that night and I knew that we'd met before, but I didn't remember when. And he always said that we'd met at the nest. So it could have been that you. Yeah. met or whatever we talked for the first time the same time that i talked to vlad for the first <laughs> time <laughs> who knows it's fine it's fine. It i feel like fine. the the exchange that you had with the exchange you were having with vlad was seemed like like an exchange you had like you were friendly at this okay that point. so, maybe so i don't later know on i don't then, know yeah. i when i first started doing comedy yeah and for the first i'm gonna say four years <laughs> <laughs> i 
was so unfriendly. Really? Uh, unintentionally. I was just, now I'm not at, at all. <laughs> I was so intimidated by everyone I met in really? in the scene. That's fair. I was, I, I was, so like, I probably still like, I, I don't know, probably never got close to some comedians just because like, yeah. I was so like, nervous yeah talking to them for four years for four years Damn. i remember when i started doing comedy yeah. like fernando used to always be like mingle go mingle that's the whole thing you gotta force yourself to meet people you have to yeah. go like say hello and like yeah. that's why like i kind of overcompensate when i like see new comedians on the scene I'm like hello yeah. like, aggressively uh, friendly <laughs> <laughs> like i've been doing that this is what you need to know like yeah, i'm yeah. like i'm super like friendly because yeah. like i don't know i was so intimidated and like yeah i remember when i started it was the same thing where part of it was like you know showing up and going on stage mm -hmm. but then the other thing that i thought was important was like i have to talk to people even if i don't feel comfortable like i have to there's only one way through this and like you just got to do it mm -hmm. and you can't if you don't you know mingle with the community or you're, you're not going to be uh, you're going to be on the outs and you're not going to get opportunities so yeah it's yeah. a part of it and it's like at, it's almost as difficult as like getting on stage, you know, or as yeah. stressful because it's like this whole thing that you have to fucking. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you get through it and now you here we are. Big, big <laughs> group of fun or whatever. <laughs> big group of fun. Big problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what inspired you, inspired you most in your writing with like comedy? I don't know. <laughs> um, I go for like walks and stuff and I just like, keep, my chair keeps rolling away. <laughs> Just think about life. Um, yeah. Sometimes I just think about whatever things that have happened. Mm -hmm. And so then from there, like anything that makes me laugh, I'll just like take notes about it. Yeah. And then at one point I'll, you know, I'll circle back to those notes and then I'll just, I'll, if I sit with them and I kind of just spend time thinking about them, like your mind just kind of goes off and then, yeah. you know, you write from reality or you write from just silliness in your brain, I guess. So yeah, yeah. I, I would say it's it's largely like true events that yeah. inspire my own writing. I don't um mm -hmm. I don't typically make things up. Or, so. Okay, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my comedy is like autobiographical, autobiographical. Yeah, um, yeah. too. Um, I, think, I think a lot of people is. It's I that think way. so too. And then like it kind of like goes off on like different weird tangents. Yeah. That, like at the end of like this wasn't even reality or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. But like mine tend to like stay. Okay. To, like my real life, I yeah. guess. Um, what's yeah. the most recent thing that you took note of? Oh my fucking god. Oh, I have a joke about how I didn't go to Idaho because somebody asked me if I was going. I, they were like, where are you going? And I listed the states. Mm -hmm. This is not funny at all. And I, that's why I, have <laughs> this one, well, I haven't done it on stage. <laughs> She's like, well, she, I listed the states. And then she was like, oh, my God, you're not going to Idaho. Like, why are you going to Idaho? <laughs> Which, first of all, what? Because <laughs> Idaho is, yeah, I is don't known care about Idaho. It's like the tourist attraction of the U.S. of A. Oh, Just I know. Like, She's like, it's, the, go, it's the best, go to the best US. kept secret. I'm like, I don't fucking think it is. You <laughs> go to the U.S., you go to Idaho. That's it. It was like, how, you're going to California, but you're not going to Idaho? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? I actually did go to Idaho. It was quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> what was in Idaho? Potatoes. Potatoes. It's uh, so visually this nice. This is what we need to go. I actually didn't. I didn't even stop the car in Idaho, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I drove through Idaho, mm -hmm. and it was just visually. It was nice. It wasn't nearly as nice as every yeah. other state, but you know, it was not. Uh, it wasn't okay. It's was all right. Okay. Wouldn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> not for one second. But, uh, no, no, wouldn't wouldn't go no. back. The funniest thing that you said to me about your trip was like on the way you mm. saw an advertisement about like hit by a truck. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so they have they have injury lawyers in the states, which is not something that we do in Canada or in in Quebec anyway. Yeah. Um. So there's these billboards everywhere with like these weird gimmicky kind of things to try and get you to call this injury lawyer. Like you know, mm -hmm. and people can sue everybody yeah, for everything. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. insane yeah. over there. And. <laughs> <laughs> One of the ones that I kept seeing was this fucking doofus on, on a big billboard and he has his arms crossed and he's just like looking all serious and the, <laughs> the sentence next to him is hit by a truck? Call Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
I knew it was I coming. I knew it was coming because I heard it. I heard it before. I knew it was oh coming. Oh my god! But that legitimately is the funniest thing. <laughs> Hit by a truck. Mm, called Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> not not his last name. No, nothing. And then no. just the phone number. Just call yeah. Jeff. Call Jeff. One eight hundred Jeff. <laughs> I would love to call Jeff. You know, see yeah. what Jeff's about. See, see what is. How you does one resolve? Did that? you take a photo of this? You, I do. I do. I okay, have we could call. You should call that number. I could call Jeff and see the theatrics that come from. I'd Jeff. love to to just like go in with a big story about how I was hit by a truck and like. Oh my god! See what he says. You know, we can do it on what the. What can podcast. you do about this? We can. Well, <laughs> we, we can't we do it. <laughs> I don't know if Jeff's up right we'll, now. You'll come back. You'll, we'll when come I come back. back, we'll plan it. I'll have the number yeah. ready. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll have a whole story planned. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, another one I saw. This one was. I'm sorry, just to cut you off. Mm, okay. There was it, the phone number. So it was a, a DUI lawyer, which is, you know, my kind of lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so the number was 1-800-DUI-HERO. <laughs> DUI-HERO. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. It said, call your hero. 1-800-DUI-HERO. <laughs> DUI-HERO. Yep. And He's I said my that to hero. my lawyer. <laughs> like, I... I I drove drunk. Yeah, and now but, here and you are. This person is my me. hero. That imagine the infomercial for that. I just, can't. I can't. Just so, <laughs> it just feels so wildly inappropriate. <laughs> just I'm your hero, yeah. <laughs> saving you from your poor decisions, <laughs> your reckless, dangerous behavior. Yes. Yeah. I drove. I, I drank seven vodka whiskeys or vodka whiskeys. <laughs> Jesus, at, you go hard. <laughs> vodka whiskey. And, and then I got into my truck, and then I hit. Jeff, I hit I hit Jeff. <laughs> who call? Who does I, he call? Who does Jeff call? Uh, who's yeah? I if don't know. Jeff gets hit by a truck. Does he call? <laughs> does he call the DUI hero? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. this guy hits Jeff, and then this hero swoops in, mm-hmm. saves the day, and, and saves the day. Yep. Yeah. I wonder how we got the hero. Like he's like, it's, it feels how do you so inappropriate. Come up with that name, like as a DUI lawyer. Hero. He's a lawyer. He's yeah. a le- he took the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. educated. Mm-hmm. He went to university, <laughs> and he's like, you know what? My company, one eight hundred DUI hero. Like this, this brain. It's the his uh, brain. And but I think it works in the states. <laughs> I, think I think they so. like that. I mean, it's catchy. I mean, maybe when. If I saw that, I'm number, gonna call him. I would I, not call. That's the person I wouldn't call because I'd be like, you know what? You're a fucking idiot. So I don't respect you already, and I would never call you. <laughs> I would never, like, in the call Jeff one too. I'm like, I just would. I'd never call. I would never take you seriously. Yeah. If I was in real legal trouble, yeah. you, I would never call you. But I think in the states, like, just the, it's a totally different, um, mm-hmm. just like marketing in general. It's, it's, they respond to different things. I think mm-hmm. that we don't have the same. Like, if you saw that in Quebec, it would it would be cringy and weird. We'd be oh, like, yeah. that doesn't make sense here. It, yeah. would, sound, it would sound illegal. Like that's it would, like yeah, like a scam yeah. of some kind. It's like you need to get away with killing someone. Call call Greg. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. It would be like okay, that's something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be calling him. <laughs> no, I'll be calling the all. police and then sending yeah. them to Craig. Yeah, I mean people are different in those days. They just are. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very similar and very different. And yeah. you you know you really feel that when you're there. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of the states and yes. adventures and stuff like that, um, we went to Austin together, which we was did go to super cool. Uh, you were in Texas um, at a camel farm. Yeah, a camel farm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a good time. Nothing, nothing strange about that. No, no, nothing. No. We don't have to even talk about it. I think that's, that's like a, the most that's normal a legit, thing. Yeah. the most normal thing. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been right. Yeah, we have been to camel farms. I mean, <laughs> I came from a camel farm. Okay. Yeah. Classic. To the studio, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Just seeing yep. my camel. Just um, going to visit the camels yeah. for a yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old month in Texas that we all do, right? <laughs> yeah, we all do that. It's, it's um, normal. it's you have to to be yeah. a human being is to be. You, if you if you haven't done it yet, I mean, don't call Jeff. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> but I remember you telling me mm-hmm. that you were going to the camel farm and yeah. I think like I, I probably have a screenshot <laughs> of it because I was just no legitimately I, like I, you, I read it yeah and I was like seems right <laughs> yeah you know what Somebody you know what like too. I don't question things anymore <laughs> when it comes like I don't know it's just like yeah 
I yeah, Michelle would do this. <laughs> Michelle's doing this. Like it doesn't like yeah, that's awesome. That I, I that makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. You're just you you go, you do adventures and you like yeah. have these experiences and you sign up for like it's just it's it's inc- it's inspiring, honestly. Thank like you. I never my brain would never go to be like, uh, you know what I wanna do? Mm-hmm any of that (laughs) i wouldn't even look like this was on a website for like farm exchanges or something yeah like a work exchange thing for farms uh, around the world i would never yeah yeah i knew you know i wanted to i knew i wanted to do that like go Mm -hmm. to a farm and kind of live and work there for a bit yeah and i wanted to um a lot of those those farms that are available for that like you know that they have their their farm listed on the website Mm -hmm. a lot of them are kind of produce oriented um Mm-hmm. which is fine. It's just not, yeah. not what I was super interested in. So I wanted to find ones that were more kind of animal centered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wanted to be in Texas or Tennessee or, or one of the Southern States, specifically okay. one of those two. Yeah. And so the camel thing was there and I was like, yeah. well, I, I can't say no to that. Yeah. So it definitely stands out. It does stand out. Yeah. And it was the best time of my life. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back hopefully next spring. So Tell us about it. What was so great about it? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> the camels are fucking enormous. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what I thought. I mean, I guess I've never I don't think I've ever seen a camel before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I thought, but I th- I would have thought they were kind of like, you know, livestock and mm-hmm. other farm animals, but they have really like very um like they each have very individual personalities. They're very different from each other. They're uh mm-hmm. they're super intelligent and like present and kind of yeah, they're really weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're enormous. And yeah, like, there like was dinosaurs. one that was like almost two thousand pounds. I'm like, you're yeah. just fucking standing like you're. And they do this thing where when they, like, a greeting is like they come up to you really fucking close. And again, you're looking at a dinosaur essentially who's approaching you, and you don't have any idea what it's coming at you for. Yeah. And it puts its face like right up in your face, mm-hmm. and then it exhales like it breathes onto you. And the first time it happened, I was like, am I being threatened right now? <laughs> like, what's the next part of this? Like, how yeah. do I bow out of this yeah. fucking duel the, that I'm the, in right now? <laughs> like, yeah. The next part is that it, like, bites your head. That's the it thing. And then it absorbs your soul and you become the hump. That's what the hump is. It's the a human being. <laughs> human soul. The most recent victim. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's why they're on this out. work exchange. They have, yeah, to, keep exactly. feeding they have the, to keep. <laughs> they have to keep feeding the camel <laughs> soul, it, and then they it. bury the body. No, this has gotten really dark. <laughs> so they breathe out, like they exhale onto your fucking face. And I, at first, I was scared, but then I asked Doug, the the guy who lives there, mm-hmm. or Trish, uh, one of them. I asked them, uh, mm. "What the fuck is that about?" Because it seems to keep happening. Oh <laughs> like, my god! They keep doing the thing where I think I'm gonna die. And then they were like, yeah, it's like a, it, it's like a normal kind of way to say hello, essentially. Um, so they breathe, in, and then the idea is you're supposed to breathe back onto their face. So they come up and they, they, you know, breathe out, mm-hmm. and then you have to breathe and you exchange air, essentially, yeah. and then that's your hello. Oh wow! And it's actually by the end, I was like, if I, I can't get enough of this, oh. get over here and give me, a, give me some breath. You know? <laughs> Does it smell? It has to. It's smell. like warm. It doesn't really camels. I find they didn't like. They don't smell like disgusting the way that some farm animals smell. Okay. Yeah. And their breath smelled. I don't know. It was just warm. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't okay. smell like anything okay. in particular. Right. But it was like a beautiful thing. By the end, I was like, oh, breathe Aww. on to me again, Shion. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that it, if I ever meet a camel, or if we, yeah, if any of know, us meet you know a camel, not to offend the camel. Yeah. Because they will then. Yeah. You know, they can they can do it like a roundhouse kick. That's yeah. that's the big threat. Is that if they want to kick you. Oh, they you. have like those double... They have these fucking whack-ass hips, man. Like that. <laughs> those things are agile. Hips like, that'll kill. Yeah, those hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's so cool. It was a hell of a time. And you're going to go back. I, I would like to go back. Two of the camels uh, are pregnant, so... Yes. I would I would love to be there when they are yes. ready to ready yeah. to birth. <laughs> yeah. If I was if I was in uh, Texas for any longer with you, I maybe would have taken the drive to yeah to to Waco or to to, to meet the yeah. camels. But I was only there for a few days. Yeah, so. it would have been. I mean, it would have been insane. Yeah. It was like three yeah. it's three hours or something, like two yeah. hours. I, I guess so. I don't know. Too long to be <laughs> too long. to be coming and going. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but I had a great, great time though. with you in yeah. Texas. Yeah, so Austin fun. was great. It was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It was definitely really cool you say you want to go back to austin i do want to go back to austin yeah it was uh i i want to go back for a longer period of time i want to do more comedy when i was there i think like in general i want to 
expose myself to different scenes more. Sure. So like maybe f- before going back for longer there, I would go to like other cities because like th- the scene was it, it felt very different yet the same. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There was a lot was, going on. It, it was, was a nice. lot. There was a lot going on. Like and the scene seemed very saturated. Like so many comedians. Yeah. Sure. Um. But the, uh, then again, there was like just so many shows happening. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it was a fun vibe. It was. I'd like to go back to Nashville. I think I didn't. I, didn't, I have no idea about the comedy scene there, but yeah, I have no it's idea. A fun city. We should go there. Okay, <laughs> we can drive there. We can drive there. Actually, it's not that far, right? Well, it is. Well, like twenty-five hours or something. Oh, <laughs> I actually don't know from here. Okay, it's, I don't know. It's not that close, but okay, but it's yeah. You for can, some reason, drove, in my memory, so you, you like drove from here straight to Nashville, <laughs> but like I have like geography. I drove mean. from here to Toronto. Oh, right. From Toronto to Ohio, then oh. to Kentucky and like Indiana and stuff. Okay. And then, uh, then oh, to Tennessee. Okay. So it was, okay. it took, took a few days to get to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, I would love to go. I mean, how long did you stay in Nashville? Three nights or something. Not okay. that long, but it was, it was yeah. my, one of my favorite parts of the trip. It was so good. Oh, Cool. Oh, I loved cool. it there. Good I think times. my parents went to Nashville. Anyways, yeah, I want to spend yeah. more time in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm gonna get back to some, and every every episode, yeah. I have a couple questions that I'm always gonna ask the guest. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. and um, one of the f- the first question I'm gonna ask is, what is your deepest passion in life? Drugs. <laughs> I fucking love drugs. <laughs> we we do. I I mean, drugs are good. They're actually not good. Let's they're not good. But they're don't good. do drugs. But they're good. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of. I don't. I don't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is maybe like a bit of a uh, sidestep answer, but yeah. when I was on my trip, on my road trip. I had a lot of time to think about things yes, and a lot of time to kind of realize what mattered to me and mm-hmm. like, you know, what, what, what am I missing? What am mm-hmm. I not missing? Um, what am I hoping to, you know, get back to and, or whatever. Just, you know, I had a lot of time to think about what my life was and what yeah. I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And so this is not really a straight answer, but it's like, there's an answer in there. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I think it's just my, f- like my friends, like, and the people that I love, like, I just, I think that's the only thing that I, care about <laughs> yeah so it's not like i'm passionate about my friends but, but i would say like the main thing that matters to me is just the people in my life oh absolutely. more so than any like activity or any i don't care what we're doing where we are or whatever's yeah. going on like i think yeah. that's i think that's that's a really it. good answer and no it's a it's a really good answer and i see that in you like as <laughs> I am a very good friend of yours. Yes, I'm sir, one of my best friends. Yeah, like you're one of my best <laughs> friends, and like you care so deeply, and you you make us a, a priority. You yeah. make me a priority. Where yeah. like, I mean, sometimes having friends is exhausting, mm-hmm. but like it's. Um, <laughs> I um I think I, t- I may have yeah. told you this. This is. Uh, so I mean you know Quinn. Yeah. I had a party last uh, winter, mm-hmm. and we all did MBMA, <laughs> as you know. Classic. Classic. And th- I met somebody at the party um, who I didn't like, which was Quinn's roommate at the time. Mm. And then Quinn and I talked about this months later. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I really don't like the guy. And he was like, weren't you on MDMA? And I was like, yeah, but I really don't like him. And then he was like, Michelle Dominique, when she hates, she hates. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in true. a way, I'm passionate about people on both Yes, ends. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like from like maybe one of our first exchanges, yeah. I was like, I, I need to be friends with oh. you. <laughs> I like I yeah. don't know why and I can't yeah pinpoint. you chose me <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just you're such a great person and I'm oh, like stop. I don't know there was such an energy <laughs> about you that I I was just like I I don't know how yeah. I don't but I don't know why but like I need to be connected Aww, and here um, we are yeah yeah and I think when we started comedy on demand together yeah we you know we cross paths almost every week yeah. or whatever yeah. but like i remember like thinking like i want i trust her to do yeah. this mm-hmm. um but we weren't like as close as we are now yeah for we sure got, we, this was for yeah sure yeah but like i trusted was. you to like take yeah. this like adventure yeah with me. it felt like immediately like goes to the right fit you yeah know? and i remember like in the first few weeks uh, of like starting like lawn laughs or whatever yeah. you're like 
why don't we hang out more? <laughs> yeah, you actually said that. Yeah, like, awesome. like, why haven't we hang, hung out more? Like in the past. Yeah, it was odd because we had never gotten to be friends, even though we were in the same. St- yeah, like, we were friendly. We were yeah. friends, you know, in a way. But we'd never, you know, we had never. I think a to couple months or like six months. No, yeah. it was longer than that. Maybe like a year before, yeah. like um, comedy on demand. You messaged me. You're like, oh, "Are you going to the loft tonight?" Okay, okay. And I was in my apartment. And I just ate so much pad thai, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Was classic, classic." Why and I was I just like, "I really want to go hang out with Michelle, but I just ate so much pad thai, <laughs> and I cannot move yeah. at all." <laughs> Why would I have asked you if you were going? Because I wanted to go with you. Yeah, and okay. you, wanted, you wanted to go with me, wow, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm missing my opportunity because I <laughs> fucking ordered from Soba Sushi." So far, so good though. Oh my god! Um, so I remember good. a conversation. This is one of my first memories of you. Is in um, Hurley's upstairs when we did the show. Okay. And then I started telling you that I bought those hockey tickets for me and oh Spencer. Oh my <laughs> god! Yes. Oh man! And I so I bought hockey tickets for Spencer and I because I told him that we could go to a hockey yeah. game together. Yeah. But I was supposed to get them for free because my dad knows a guy, mm-hmm. whatever, and then it didn't work out. So I ended up spending like $500 on hockey tickets. And I told Spencer that they had been free so that I didn't freak him out because I spent $500 on the yeah. hockey game. You told me about the spending of the $500. Yeah, and, awesome, like, and I was Good like, game. you are insane. <laughs> you are insane. Passion. That's my passion. My yeah. Your, your passion <laughs> is your friendship. Yeah, exactly. I told him later, he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's so much money. It I was, remember um, just yeah. like gasping. I was like, yeah. Holy, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even do that for you now. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> don't worry. And I, I, I love you so much. I would be but like, would never hey, buy me hockey tickets. these tickets aren't free anymore. <laughs> so fuck it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy we went. It was actually a very okay night. It was not a special night at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a $500 night. I'll tell you that. Definitely. It was, no, okay, let's clarify. $500 a ticket. So you was paid it? No, a no. thousand dollars. I don't think it was a thousand dollars. I don't think so. I don't know, but I don't think that. I pretty I don't sure think it was a so. thousand. I could check the receipts, but I don't know. I, that would be pushing my limits, I think. But five hundred would be well within my limits. Yeah. I mean, five hundred is still extreme, but I feel like I remember, I remember. being. I'd like, have to check. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I don't look back. That's my my toxic trait. Okay. <laughs> the past is in the past. The past is in the past. All right. All right. My next question. Yeah. Would be, what is <clears throat> the hardest thing you've ever been through? Ah. Uh, Oh no! This oh, <laughs> this is like it's how the the podcast is called House of Stone. Yeah, I think it goes with the theme. We talk about the nitty sure. gritty and how we get past it. Um, um, I mean, two things come to mind. Two, I think, obvious things come to mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, one is I had like a huge drug problem for like a year, or like yeah. a year. I still have a drug problem. <laughs> no, I I don't have a drug problem now. Um, yeah, but I had I, st- I had like a huge cocaine thing for. Mm-hmm. In 2017, like to the point that I would be do- like I'd be doing it all day every day, yeah. like for months, and like I was awake for eight days one time, and I went I had like full psychotic episodes because of that. So oh no, really like intense okay. shit, yeah. And I ruined my entire life. Um, in in like I did it for the first time, like cocaine, in July of 2017, and by December, everyone hated me. I had forty thousand dollars of debt. And I was I was high all the time, and I had lost oh, my fucking mind. Wow! Like one time, okay, well, I'm not gonna get into that. Actually, it's too too gruesome. But <laughs> okay, but yeah, it was that was probably the hardest thing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's pretty intense. Yeah, um, that that is a very very yeah, hard thing was, to go through, and intense. that's quick too. It was quick, so it was yeah. like very intense, very zero to a hundred, and then yeah. and now this, it's you know it's different than, than yeah. it was. And obviously. that's when like sorry, repeat what you just said and. Oh, just like it's, you know, yeah. I don't have, I don't consider myself to be even remotely in the okay. same, even this trip actually, I feel like has kind of set the past really in the past for me. Yeah. Like for the first time, I don't feel as associated with that, uh, that okay. time in my life. Like it is, you know, it's a closed chapter yeah. entirely. So. Yeah, for sure. And that was like right after that, that's when you started to, to do yeah, stand up, right? You got away from like It would have been a t- summer of 2018, right? So, okay. um, yeah. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. And then the other thing would have, I mean, it'd be Andrew, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how much we, we need to talk about that, but we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, we but, won't. But, um, can I, can I, to listeners who Andrew yeah, is? Please explain, yeah. So explain who Andrew is. Yeah. So Andrew, it, Andrew Albert, uh, was a stand up comedian that we were, we worked with and we were friends with and he passed away last summer. So yeah. that was a very hard. A very yeah. hard thing. That was it a still shock. is hard. Can't yeah. yeah. Can't believe yeah. that. 
What are the things that um, helped you through both like the drug? The drug. Oh man, the, I don't. The drugs thing is like such an intense. I I don't know what helped me. I think a lot of people you can't hold it against them, but no one is there for you. <laughs> yeah. So you really have to kind of get your shit together on your own, you know. Which is no, it's nobody's fault. But um, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely like if you become you become kind of hard to, uh, to other people, or or you become yeah. kind of independent in a way that's like. Um, dysfunctional or to a fault so yeah. even now i'm like i know there are things that like i freak out about or that i don't want anybody's help with because i don't want to rely on people mm -hmm. who i don't consider to be reliable because it could be disappointing you don't know what's going to happen yeah. so I, if i don't have it set up in a way that i can do alone then mm -hmm. i don't fucking know what's going to happen mm -hmm. um i don't really know i think probably starting comedy and kind of getting back into like that was when i rebuilt a social circle after having destroyed you know yeah. all the people that i knew and loved for years mm -hmm. no friendships that remain from that except for Jeff yeah. Catan. <laughs> God yeah. bless that man. Um, <laughs> but so I think comedy helped in the sense that it was like, you have to find your footing out in the world again. And there's yeah. a structure there. Yeah. And socially it was like, okay, like these are new people that I yes. can meet and I can like rebuild and yeah. just be better this time essentially. Mm -hmm. So okay, that's probably the main thing that helped with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's hard, like, especially if you, if you go through something like addiction, Yeah everyone's addiction journey like is different yeah and a lot of at the same time a lot of people that haven't gone through that type of addiction yeah. like they or any type of addiction it's they can't really relate it's just mm, like it's very isolating yeah yeah it's, it's so very, isolating and like when you when you're at a point where it's like you need help like mm -hmm. it's it's hard to you've like kind of burned bridges and oh you're yeah. just like my God, it's, you're alone it's, totally alone yeah so yeah. like just you know reaching out to n making new connections i guess is, yeah you gotta find yeah uh, yeah re-enter the world in a way i guess <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i mean those are my questions and now i don't know how to wrap up the episode because <laughs> i i am goodbye and then just I, cut uh, <laughs> yeah we we like we're finishing it on like a somber but that's okay and that's, that's okay. okay that's I, totally like, fine uh i mean i asked those those questions at the end anyways um but this has been awesome. Yeah. I feel like I Thank wasn't. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Oh. I loved having you for episode one. And two and three. <laughs> Every single one. It's Every just me and you now. Just, just you. Stone and also Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> we can put you, we can put your head just somewhere. Put my face like in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, it's great. I feel like I was less crazy this time and Dude. more. Uh, I feel good. Yeah. It was really fun. Sure. Um, so yeah, this has been House of Stone. I want to thank uh, our sponsors and funders. I want to thank the our studio space here from Pentalis. Uh, I want to thank uh, the person on the one and twos, Zach Kick, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fernando. That mm. is our. Uh, social media <laughs> manager uh, and i want to thank the listeners the the, the one day was, the, there's gonna be <laughs> we're gonna thank taryn oh, <laughs> thanks thank you taryn and everyone else that uh, she has recruited to like and follow all of the platforms uh so yeah subscribe like listen uh and thanks for being here thank you <laughs> that's it